Welcome back to another episode of Rose Dive. Take two. Take two. And I think we jinxed ourselves last time. Because. Which time? <laughs> the, so we, are, we already recorded this episode actually another time. And we made a joke about referencing our lost episode. And then that episode from this week actually became another lost episode. Yes. We recorded something went wrong with my audio. I sounded like a weird robot. <laughs> I really did. I was like, I can't listen to this and no one else can, will be able to listen to this. And, uh, so we have to record again. We had to take it down and record it again because as you know, here at Rose dive, we only put out the best product possible. The cream of the crop, the cream of the crop. Audio. You're seeing all, all, all wheat here. No chaff is what you're seeing. No chaff. No well, chaff. now I'm paranoid that our audio is going to be messed up this entire time. Yeah, well, we're doing an annotated version anyway, so... We're going to do a short version because... If it gets I, messed up, then Then I think then we're, we're done. done with the podcast. Yeah. Clayton, Clayton fucked us up. Clayton's going to have to finish the season out on his own. Yeah. Because I do not have the emotional capacity to keep doing episodes that can't go out. <laughs> He'll have to finish the uh, season on his own without his two biggest supporters, Kyle and Shay. Because mm-hmm. we've been such strong supporters of his this whole season. I'm just so glad that we're going to get an episode out. It may be short and super abridged, but we committed to an episode a week for Katie, Bachelor Paradise, Michelle, and now Clayton season. And then we'll have fulfilled our commitment to ourselves. This is going to be like one of those old classic books, but the ones that have a picture on every page that's like, the short version of the episode <laughs> too long didn't read and we barely i mean we didn't have anything to say anyway and we somehow made we what, an, like hour an hour and, and 10 half. minutes yeah, of content <laughs> of i don't nothing. even remember what we were talking about i was like okay what do we need to recap and i was like oh pretty much nothing oh there's nothing going on here but we, we still about. need to put out an episode because we care about our listeners and it's more for my own perfectionistic self that i feel like i need to get an episode who's the bachelor out. colton colton yeah, carlton yeah. carlton Um, If Alfonso Riviera was the bachelor, that'd be so funny. He played Carlton in Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. If you don't know that reference, Kyla, do you? It's before my time. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? No, No, it it wasn't. wasn't. (laughs) I know. Will Smith is before her time. But I also didn't see a lot of the shows growing up that everyone else watched. Like, I didn't watch Disney. We didn't really have cable. You just had to watch VeggieTales. Oh, I don't. Okay. I can't think about (laughs) VeggieTales. Um, okay. I, no, but, but, okay. So when we, when we, <coughs> I think I'm broken. I got her off track with the veggie tails thing. I just realized I didn't forgot to take my medication today. Oh man. Darn it. You're it's been a rough it the day. Same time every day. I know I've been I've so off of it and I've been staying up really late. I've been very stressed out recently. Yeah. Cause I have a lot to do between work. Work has gotten more busy and stressful. And then my UX class is taking up a lot of time. And then I like barely had time to record one episode of the podcast and now what to do too. It like, I cried when I found out that she had, I was she very cried upset. She was like, she has to come over and talk again. It's like, Oh my God. gosh. No, it's just a time aspect. Cause I felt like I didn't already have, I already didn't have time Tuesday night when we recorded mm-hmm. and then for it to be lost, it just was very disheartening. All right, let's get down to it then. Cause you got to get to work. I do have to go back to my UX stuff. Um, any personal updates that you want to share? No. Okay, great. Oh, can I share one personal update about Hazel? Mm, I accidentally me, tra- trapped her in my cabinet accidentally oh. because she climbs in there and I didn't realize she was in there and I shut the door and then like five minutes later I hear meow, meow, meow and she was in my cabinet. So she got in the cabinet and the refrigerator. And then she, I also the accidentally, 
I accidentally closed the door on her while she was in the refrigerator because she keeps jumping in the refrigerator. Like, she sneaks in. Yeah. And I, every time I'm very careful about it, but then this time for some reason I didn't see her. But it, I didn't. She was in there for like 0.5 seconds. And she's like, meow! And then I let her out. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, but I still felt horrible. It's good that it's not soundproof. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I can't even think about it. Okay. Yeah, you would have. You would have noticed. So let's talk about this episode. So the episode starts off with Sarah confronting the group about how they talked to Clayton about her not being ready for a relationship. Because if you'll remember from the last episode, at the very end, she was confronting, or Kate, uh, Clayton, whatever his name Car- is, Carlton. was talking to Caitlin. Sarah and asking her, hey, are you ready? Kind of unceremoniously to get married. And she was like, crying and crying it would seemed like genuine tears last week and now she with the to be continued now she's going to confront the women about it and it's very interesting we love to see this then um sarah does make a comment about whoever did this it was a last ditch attempt because they knew that they had no chance they were going home or Mm -hmm. something like that so then we head into the, the rose ceremony whoa we just Blasted by everything. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. You didn't even do Amara's talk with Sarah. That's at the rose ceremony. It's at the rose ceremony. Oh, okay. I thought that was the cocktail party or whatever. So, oh, sorry. I keep saying rose ceremony instead of cocktail party. I meant to say cocktail party. Yeah, the cocktail party. Sorry. Whenever I say the rose ceremony, I am talking She's about talking the cocktail about, party. It, this is code here. <laughs> cocktail party means rose ceremony. Rose like, ceremony means one-on-one. <laughs> basically fantasy suite means first impression rose <laughs> but okay okay so cocktail yeah. party is what i meant to say we head to the cocktail party we have a sit down with serene clayton put some lights in a jar in yeah. a mason jar to reference her story about i thought the it fireflies. was i thought it was sweet and kyla thought it was dumb i didn't i was like eh. a producer set this up and she was like oh my gosh i think her reaction felt overblown she was like no one's ever done this for me before i'm like put lights in a jar for yeah, you no one's ever in a done mason that. jar like everyone in my office has stuff like that not this office my old office your work at home office uh before insurance <laughs> i had coworkers who just put lights in jars that's really weird why decoration huh so uh then mara pulls sarah aside and she starts confronting her very loudly outside and then all the girls eavesdrop and mara says that sarah is getting sloppy that she should go back to her cute quiet confidence and that her cockiness is not appreciated it's true and overconfidence is not cute and she said it would be who you it would be who you she went to the dictionary for this one that's why she took 24 <laughs> hours to to look it up she couldn't confront her the night before because she had to she had to think of like what is a cool word to say yeah pretty much behoove she did think about that all night i'm sh- i'm certain of it i love seeing all the girls eavesdrop that was really funny to yeah, me that was funny but uh eliza went home which I'm really sad about because she's so beautiful. Goodbye, Eliza. And then who else went home? Mara. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I already forgot about her. And it seemed that all the women in the house actually liked Mara a lot. That's what it looked like by what they showed us. Yeah, and it seems like all the women liked Mara and not Sarah. Giving us a little bit of a precursor to what's going to happen next. <laughs> but I will say I kind of like Sarah more than Mara as a person. I'm like, I'm like 
as a person. But right at okay. this point in, in the terms episode, of people who annoy me, Mara annoys me way more than Sarah. In this point in the episode? Sure. Or all what? Is it Until the end of time? Now? It is. It is. More self paranoid right now. <laughs> it's just zoomed out, but you could. Okay. Oh, no. Hazel. Hazel's just wrecking Hazel is everything. precocious. She's just getting older and like a lot more adventurous. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm 50-50 on Mara and Sarah. I, I don't care about either of them, of them at all. So uh, I'm, I'm glad that Mara went home. And then what happens later with Sarah? I am happy to. <laughs> I'm happy Mara went home. Uh, let's see here. Then we have, they go to Vienna. Which is one of my favorite locations we've seen recently. Vienna is a very, very beautiful city. Every single Incredible. thing, every single date. I gotta go. Which is really beautiful. I really need to go there. Then we have Susie's date. They date. They go Don't shopping. <laughs> I would hate to go shopping on a date, just because a lot of decisions. There are a lot of options. I don't like that. She started crying about the dresses. She started trying on designer gowns, which is actually kind of cool. She was weeping. She met the designer, too. Then she brings home all of her bags, and all the girls are very jealous. Gabby puts a pillow over her head and says, ah! Right? <laughs> this is really abridged. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is just what happened, everybody. <laughs> just a play-by-play. <laughs> and then they, the dinner portion with her and Clayton. Not much to say other than the fact that I counted how many likes they said, and they said 62 likes in the dinner portion. Between them. Uh, 41 of those were from Susie in the span of like three minutes. I just don't think she is articulate enough for, for the bachelorette role. I don't think she'll, I don't think she'll do that good at that. I think she'll do pretty well. I think it'll be boring and lame. It'll be okay. (laughs) I like how we assume that she's already bachelorette. We don't even know who she ends up with. I got it. I got a text from my friend, Reality George. Oh, yeah. Who told me that Susie's bachelorette. Awesome. And Greg is the bachelor. I'm so hungry and tired. Hmm. Have you had dinner? No. We are starving for you. <laughs> for you, audience. <laughs> for you. Audience of one. Of, of hey. ourselves. Oh, look at Hazel. Hazel. Okay, I think, oh, yeah, I'm okay, just tired. What, just blast right through. Keep who, going, okay. Who we cares gotta keep about going. this, everybody? No, we're, we're, I care. I do care. Okay, she cares. I don't want you guys to think that I don't care. I she really care. care. I'm just also very tired. Yes. But, okay, so we go to... This was the most interesting part of the episode, probably, was the group date. Yes. It's a therapy group date. And they all do a little couples therapy in the most beautiful library I've ever seen. It was very nice. It was gorgeous. It was An something Austrian out of a movie. Austrian psychology library or some. With a fake-ass psychologist. Oh, yeah. We think... <laughs> we know she was not a good therapist what if she's a renowned psychiatrist in in austria what if she's sigmund freud's great granddaughter sigmund freud was really sketchy he's incredibly sketchy like he did a lot of really shady stuff he thought he was god too he believed he was very problematic actually and i want to talk was about the him. 1920s yeah well it was still problematic back then it was all the cocaine and that's fine I'm cocaine is fine. It's like the way it, it's a lot of that? other stuff. Divers. Cocaine, great. Cocaine, you Very can do pro. however much you want. <laughs> no, but cocaine isn't a, a mark on someone's character, but like a beliefs beliefs that people have that shows more your character. Mm-hmm. But drugs are just drugs. Uh oh. Sorry, everybody. 
She's going to have to cut that out. It's going to be a lot more work for you, Kyla. All right. I said 12 minutes. All right. We just got something <laughs> out. <laughs> All right. So, okay. We, okay. Okay. Oh, and I was, very, so we talked about this before we watched the Dear Shani episode. Then I watched the Dear Shani episode and I was like, yes, they totally validated what I said about Genevieve's time with Clayton. So basically Clay, Genevieve cannot open up in this group therapy thing they try to force her to open up and say share all your feelings right now which i think she was overthinking a little bit i think, I think she, she was could have like, gone way more surface level yeah just be like yeah i mean i'm not really been close to my dad it's been kind of difficult here at the uh at the bachelorette she couldn't show. even try she was just like yeah she said shit she's like i think we're done maybe <laughs> and then he's like <laughs> i think we're done maybe and uh, she was talking about their relationship by the way it wasn't even the session Yes. She was breaking up with him. Well, he said, he was like, how am I supposed to meet your family if you can't even let down your walls? I was like, how are you supposed to meet your family when you didn't even give her a one-on-one? And I was very vindicated how, and I just, I know no one knows except for you, Shay. But I really did say, I feel like this is him putting the breakup on her when he didn't give her a one-on-one. And dear Shani said that to you. And I was so happy that they said the same thing that I did. Yeah. Because it was not, it's not her fault that she didn't get a, like, he shouldn't blame her for not giving her a one-on-one. Yeah, and then she was, they walked, Clayton walked her out. She got in the car to leave, and she was like, yeah, I do have to. She was putting basically everything on her, not anything on Clayton, of not giving her the time that they would have needed to build some kind of relationship. But she was just like, yeah, it was my fault. I do have to put down my walls and whatever. Even though this is national television, and you shouldn't be forced to share your deepest, darkest secrets like that fake psychiatrist wonder to do so i'm on team genevieve and everybody's on team I genevieve. Like genevieve i like I'm her excited. too i think she's the most interesting one i'm excited to see her on paradise oh i, I hope really hope she's there i bet she if if it ended like this for me i would be like no way i'm not going to paradise no this is a great end be. for her because now people want to see her love story yeah i would love to see her love story with me i would too <laughs> thank you with whoever she wants to fall in love with darn it so okay who do we think Genevieve would fall in love with? Ooh. Greg. <laughs> I mean, a lot of girls are going to like Greg. But I, Greg might not go, go there. I don't think so. I could see him going there. I feel like he won't. This, this time around, but maybe not. We'll see. Okay. So Sarah says she loves therapy. And I appreciated her enthusiasm for therapy. Because I love therapy, too. Even though it's it very was, difficult. I thought it was weird. She's like, Sarah's a little weird, but I appreciated that she was talking about therapy openly and was very supportive of it. Yeah. And honestly, between her and Gabby, there's been a lot of like very positive women who've been talked about going to therapy this season. Yeah. I don't think therapy, I, it's not really stigmatized that much anymore. Within our circles, but I know somebody recently who was like, guys don't go to therapy. And I've dated guys before who would not go to therapy. And that was a red flag to me. I don't think it matters if you, that's a, that's a personal decision. If you want to go to therapy or not, it's just, if you stigmatize it, well, you don't it's have more to go. The, to me, it's not, are you going? It's like your attitude towards it. And I feel like when somebody has an attitude of like, that's not going to help me. I don't think that talking through my problems is important. I don't think that opening up about things is important. It's more, it's not just about therapy. It's like a whole attitude about opening up. And working through your issues and like wanting to work on stuff. Yeah. Dudes are, dudes are dumb. 
is, is and thanks for coming the, to the rose dive it's basically <laughs> no, the thing uh i i don't think therapy is as stigmatized as it as it used to be but i agree i don't i did not like that sarah was like oh like wanting to get up on a roller coaster or something acting like it was some kind of fun thing because it isn't therapy a, a time for you it's a time for you to work through your problems it's not some kind of little conversation you're having with somebody mm-hmm. it's not chatting with your friend you know it's it's to work through stuff and i don't know why she was like jumping up and down for the chance to go to therapy well what i think is that she was excited to maybe like shine in something like she knows genevieve has trouble opening up so she's like oh my gosh this can be my thing where i like i'm so vulnerable like look how vulnerable i am yeah it's annoying that is annoying that is annoying annoying. (laughs) sarah's annoying sometimes sarah is they're both mara and sarah are both annoying i think sarah though is a way more i have more compassion for sarah because sarah's 23 mara's like 32 so there's, a, first of all, an age difference where, whereas I expect more of Mara because she's older, I expect more maturity, whereas a 23-year-old, I expect less, less of her. And Sarah really didn't instigate stuff, I don't feel like, the way that Mara did. Yeah, that's true. Sarah was responding to a lot of stuff, but yeah. I don't feel like she was starting it. No, Mara was, Mara was a, it was the last ditch effort of somebody who was about to go home. That's what it really was. Yeah, I mean, they were right. So, yeah. Whatever well, that. then at the end of the... Or do you have anything else you want to add about the group date? Mm-mm. At the end of the group date, a therapist gathers them all together and says, it was nice meeting all of you, but one of you is performative. One of you is dun, dun, dun. I was like, what kind of therapist is this? Performative. It was at that moment, I was like, this is not a real therapist. It was a breach of actor... <laughs> actor, actor, actors. Patient confidentiality. Act, yeah, exactly. Uh... Which, but I actually liked this date though, because if I were dating somebody on this show, I would like to sit down and somebody asks us questions about our relationship and like to actually talk through stuff. I think that'd be interesting. Is that really what happened? Probably not. What basically what happened was like, I like the idea of it though. Yeah. I like the idea of it too. And it was interesting. The whole thing was interesting. I, I just thought we, we got barely anything from it other than. Other than Genevieve and the performative thing. I'm sure there was so much more in their sessions, though, and that they cut out. It, that's that would that's weird to me, because what, what were they talking about then? Their families. So they didn't they... put anything good in there? They, the production was just like, let's put all the boring stuff in yes, there? Yes, that's how The Bachelor works, Shay. Let's, okay, let's cut all the interesting stuff and put yes, it in the most boring stuff. Yes, that is the show. Teddy was so boring. Rachel was so boring. Gabby was like 0.5 boring. <laughs> And Genevieve's was kind of cool. Sarah as well. Well, I'm sure there's there's always a lot that we don't see that's way more interesting than what they actually show. Yeah. So then we um, get Serene's one-on-one. They walk around Vienna. Uh, super cute. Serene's great. She's going to hometowns. Serene is very nice, and I really like how she treats Clayton, even though whatever, I don't know what he deserves necessarily, but... I thought he he had to just send Sarah home the night before. Oh wait, no, we haven't gotten to that part yet. Yeah, no, she we oh, before the one on one, she he sent Sarah home. No, because that's oh, the... he sent Genevieve home. Mm-hmm. Shoot, he sent Genevieve home. <laughs> so what happens? Bleep we recap out. like so many days after. Bleep that out. He sent Genevieve home, and she was like, "Yeah, I know you had to send Genevieve home. How are you? You know, how are you holding up with that whole thing?" Maybe Serena was after he sent Sarah home. Yeah, because it was that that evening of the group date. It was Sarah. You're Bleep right. that out. <laughs> oh i just got gosh. gaslit 
Sorry to be a gaslight. I just got lighted up. You know, I was watching Frasier the other day. Uh huh. And one of the characters used gaslighting, and I was like, "That's in the '90s." I didn't. I thought this was a new thing. Oh no, it was from a play that was in the early 1900s, hmm. like 1940s. It was a play. I guess I've only heard it. I've heard. I knew it was probably like an old thing. But that it had just kind of had a resurgence. Do you know the history? Use? I feel like I've talked about this before. No. Well, basically, in the play, it's a like a couple that where the guy is slowly convincing his wife that she's crazy, and he uses like you know those gas lighters, gas lamps. Mm-hmm. He slowly every day turns the lights down, and she's like, "Is it getting darker in here?" And he's like, "No." are you okay? Like, is your eyesight okay? But he's slowly dimming the lights to make her think that she's losing her eyesight and going insane. So is it getting the opposite of gaslit? No, she, he's, she was being gaslit, but it was lower. Oh my gosh. You are so (laughs) annoying sometimes. So you're turning Uh, down. Okay. Okay. Skip it. But that's the background of the word. Yes. I think it was from like the 1940s or 1960s, something like that. Yeah. But yeah, not not a new word. Uh, speaking of TV shows, really sidebar, have you seen the Tinder Swindler? Uh, it's in subtitles, right? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't seen it. <laughs> you haven't seen it? Okay. No, but I was wondering I think if it's, you had. I believe it's Argentinian or Brazilian. It's one of those. Oh, I didn't. I thought it was in, in America. I'm pretty sure sh- this, you you <laughs> might want to fact check me on this and I don't know. I watched the trailer and it was in English. It was in, all in English? Not dubbed? Oh, maybe it was dubbed. It might have been dubbed in English. I didn't English, watch it that close. Which is fine with me if it's dubbed. Well, I kind of want to watch it. So yeah, I may watch there's it. a podcast about it too. Oh man! But uh, yeah. Oh, okay. So evening da- portion of the date. So they all sent the Sarah girls, home, by the way, everybody. Well, that's at the is end. That of where, the, is that what we're talking about? Right it's now? what we're heading to. Okay, cool. But basically, all the girls, specifically Rachel, confronts Rach. Clayton about because Clayton is like, okay, who's being performative? Ask Rachel. And then Rachel brings up Sarah, how Sarah is getting in everyone's heads because she was sharing. She was about to leave because of Sarah. And then apparently Teddy was about to leave and Gabby thought about leaving because apparently Sarah was making it seem like she was a front run, like the front person. Yeah. And then she said, well, yeah, um, Rachel said this to Clayton. Sarah told us about how you cried. He was like, I didn't cry. Wait, she said, what? She said, I cried are you serious it, it was like the biggest part of his whole season well like rachel said so many things and that was the one thing that he was like what he doesn't even care about rachel it's just that he cares that she said that he lied that he cried he's like oh man now i, I mean he's I gonna cry to later on the season so like it's not like oh he's we're gonna, not gonna cry see like it. crazy can't wait to see his tears yeah his dad <laughs> uh yeah um what what okay so they all confront uh Clayton talks to all of them and then she decides to go and talk to Sarah about it. And she, he says, Hey, they've been telling me you've been saying some things that aren't true. And she immediately goes into the, what should be waterworks. She immediately tries to cry and says, I've never said any of those things. And then she goes into this word salad that if you go back and watch, she said nothing for like a whole minute straight. She was like, and it's like, I can't do anything right because Everybody else is doing good things and I can't do anything. And she's saying nothing. And then Clayton backs up a very respectable moment by Clayton, by the way, which I haven't said on this entire show ever. He said, you know, it feels like you're trying to fake cry to me right now. And it was, it It was the best moment of the season. It might've been the best moment of the whole season right there. 
I'm trying to think if there has been a better moment, but I can't think of a better moment. Yeah, it's pretty low. It's pretty low bar. It is a low bar, but I <laughs> but liked I, it. I liked it. I liked it a lot. And I, I think was like, that's oh. what goes to show what I've been saying this entire time is that nice leads are not super interesting. It's when you have a certain when they have an edge that's good. Yeah. Like I like when he has an edge to him. He had a this just the tiniest edge. Just a little blip. A little like a paper edge. Yeah. Edge of a paper. Just a little ouch. ouch. And Poked he me. says and then she's like, well, that's because I have no tears left to give. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was like, I feel like you have no tears. You're, yeah. not, you're fake crying. She's like, like well, that's because I have no tears that's, left to give. Uh, yeah, she immediately stops the, the fake crying and says, well, that's because I have no tears left. <laughs> and then he says, <laughs> I don't hilarious. believe you. <laughs> I just don't believe you. I just don't believe you. Which I, I think that is such a valid reason for sending someone home is not believing or trusting them. And I think there have been situations where somebody does kind of ruin their trust with the lead, but then the lead keeps them around. It's, it's like once Rachel. you, what, what'd you say? In other seasons. Oh, in other seasons. What, yeah. Once you kind of ruin the trust of the lead and the lead has like six other people to choose from you, that's like an automatic, I don't trust you. Go home. Yeah. Because why would you keep them around if you didn't trust them? That is such a it's basic Very relationship. What a yeah, foundational thing. But really what he was saying is, uh, I really love Rachel and you kind of made her upset. You so. jeopardized my relationship with the love of my life. And Susie. Susie, 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 Have you seen? Uh, no, I have no, I have not. Whatever mind. it okay. is, <laughs> it's a wonderful life. It's where um, Jimmy Stewart is like Susie's petals, Susie's petals. <laughs> Me and my family quote it all the time. We pull something out of our pocket. We're like Susie's petals. Sorry, it's not funny, but it's God. so funny. Okay, there, it's this family, the Davises quote. It's a wonderful <laughs> life all the time. Oh, absolutely. Oh, that's, that's we are, we quote thing. a lot of stuff. That's, <laughs> like a lot of musicals, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, but I also meant to brag on myself a little bit, which actually I changed my opinion a little bit, too, on this. But my very first impression of Sarah, when she walked to the limo, I wrote down, she's mean, she has bad energy, and I hate her. She was it, first out of the limo, by the way, everybody. And I remember having a very strong negative reaction to her. And I do feel like I was picking up on something about her however now looking empath. back hashtag empath looking back i kind of think sarah was done a little bit wrong by the show i think sarah was probably just bragging about her dates to the girls and the girls got in their heads about it yeah and then it, like ambushed her i think if your relationship is so weak or not strong enough to withstand like just a little bit of talking from someone else especially on this type of tv show where you're dating everybody anyway i don't really understand maybe it's the pressure cooker and the stress test of the of the whole thing that made them that way because mm -hmm. in real life i i don't think somebody like rachel or maybe even Susie or gabby would really care about that that much but but i do really wonder that i guess the fact that Susie, Ra not Susie, rachel Teddy and Gabby all felt the same way, though. It makes mm -hmm. me think that there may be more of the story than we found out. Yeah, I'm sure there probably was. I'm never sure. There, there's always more of the story, but I wonder if... I mean, if like a lot of the girls feel the same way, that's usually a sign. Yeah, probably. So... Bye, I'm Sarah. fine that she's gone. I kind of... Every time she moved... She, the way she moved her face bothered me. It really did. I, I can't I put a pin on it. In the same vein... The way Serene animates is really interesting to me. I kind of like her. I, I like Serene a lot. I think she's normal. 
Serene v- seems very normal. She's a teacher. Yeah. Also like a model. Yeah. But uh, I, the way that people move their faces, though, is a very big detractor and attractor to me. Interesting. So that's all the time we have for today. <laughs> no. Uh, let's see if there's anything else. Was there anything we missed? Serene went on the date. They walked around Vienna. Oh, that yes. That's pretty much it. And then Teddy goes home at the Teddy rose ceremony. Teddy goes home at the very end. And they have a nice little breakup rather than oh, a yeah. bad one. I felt like their relationship ended the best way it possibly could because I was worried when the very the season started that he was going to sleep with her and break her heart. Yeah, I, I never thought that that was going to happen. I was worried about it. This one, I don't think any of these breakups were particularly hard for Clayton. I don't think he no. really cared that much for, for Teddy, for Genevieve, or for Sarah, really. Maybe you'd probably say that Sarah might have been the num- the top one. The hardest breakup for him was uh, Sally in the very beginning. In the very, yeah, he's like... You know, this. I can feel that we have a good connection here. We should have known right then when, when he just gave her a rose for basically no reason. We should have known that this season was going to be nonsense. We did. We did we? We did say that? We did. We, we awesome. did. Awesome. Great. We've been saying that since Michelle's season. Oh, yeah. The underdog. The the perennial <laughs> the underdog. underdog. Clayton. White, tall, muscle. Has every advantage in the world, but, but, the, but underdog. the underdog. And then there's Rodney over there just... But so the final four are Susie, Gabby, Serene, and Rachel. Mm-hmm. And next week is is next week hometowns or is next week women's next week ball? is hometowns or my, I think it's hometowns because usually what they say at the end of the episode if it's women tell all they say join us next week for the women tell all or the men tell all or whatever. But I don't I'm trying know. Trying to remember. Are you looking it up right now? I think, I I think next up? week I think next week is hometowns because in this preview as we can also discuss is they show the I know I know they, they would have shown this anyway even if it wasn't no they would have shown a preview for women tell all right I think they would have done a recap of all the girls drama even if it's not a preview of the women tell all they will yeah, yeah like so I think next montage. week is hometowns okay so so I think get it's to hometowns. see Gabby's parent da- dad Susie's parents. Clayton's parents make an appearance in the uh, in the previews, and uh, I'm excited for it. Yeah, because I think I do. Men, does the women slash mental all happen after Fantasy Suites? No. Or before Fantasy Suites. Before Fantasy Suites. So after Hometowns, before Fantasy Suites. Yeah, because on Katie's, Justin wasn't there. At, yeah, because it's the top three that doesn't come. Yeah, right. Who was the top? Who was the top four in Katie's? Justin, Blake, Greg. Michael A? Michael A. No, I don't think so. Well, he's self eliminated. Andrew was uh, sixth or something like that. I don't know. I don't remember that far yeah, back. I don't really care either. Well, I heard a good theory today of how the season ends from someone who's unspoiled, but I actually think that it's true. Okay. Was it me? Was Mm-mm. it the theory I told you? No, earlier? I read it on Reddit today. Darn it. It was somebody's theory. Should I say it? What? Should I say the theory? Yeah, sure. Well, so we have this preview of Clayton being like, I was in love with all three of you, and I slept with both of you. Or I was intimate with both of you. I was intimate with both of you. I think what happens, and when he says he, and feel free to skip past this if you don't want any spoilers. This isn't a spoiler, but I think it's what happens. Spoiler alert. Uh, so, and we have the preview of him being like, why would you do this? You've ruined this with, for all of us. I think that one of the girls... Self-eliminate. 
Well, one of the girls finds out before her fantasy suite that he slept with the other two girls. And I don't know. I really don't know if this is how it ends. But so let's say Susie finds out that he slept with both the girls. Yeah. And Susie's a a girl's girl. Like, I'm sure these girls are talking to each other. And you know how in the fantasy suite week, they've all been living in the same place. Mm -hmm. So and it's possible that each of these girls said to her, oh, if he slept with somebody else, I wouldn't want to be here. So then Susie on her fantasy suite doesn't sleep with him and instead confronts him about it. Like, hey, you slept with both these girls and I don't want to be here anymore. And I don't think they want to be here. The fact that you slept with both of them. And then so he then he has to tell them that he slept with both of them at the rose ceremony because they said that they wouldn't stay if he slept with the other mm-hmm. person. So that's why it had to be brought up. Yes. Yes. Because you were, I know. I was so upset about that. that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I was like, the way you want to humiliate these girls. But it, it must, well, he, there's no way he would want to humiliate him because he's not like a bad guy. Yeah, that's true. I was just very. There would have to be some kind of it. reason to, to make him do that. So that, that maps on to what, what I think about Clayton. Although if I was one of the girls, I'd rather him tell me privately instead of. He doesn't have time to girl. do it though, right? You can pull, you can have two quick 15 minute one-on-ones. Like, hey, just I didn't know you could, I thought it was all conversations with the women were, between Clayton and the women were. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> you can is, self-eliminate. You, you can leave me. early. <laughs> this is what you told me, is that they, is that there's nothing that's not on mic. No, there's some stuff on mic. Off mic. Maybe in the cars and stuff. In the cars, transportation days. They try to get everything filmed, though. Yeah. But yeah, so I think that actually that theory of the ending makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, and who who do you do you actually think it would be Susie who found out or because that's I think I Susie think Gabby is the only and one Rachel that's bold are there enough. for some reason when when the two. Well, we see the preview of Rachel crying on the stairs Definitely. and Rachel saying, "I can't believe I thought we were special," something like that. I thought what we had was special, and it turns out it wasn't special at all. They always sleep with all three, though, right? Not always. So like Sean Lowe didn't sleep with anyone. And he's still with the person he picked. Nick Vial only slept with the one person that he knew he was going to pick. And he did that intentionally because he was like, I know this is who I want. And I don't want to make this harder than it has to be. Mm-hmm. And then the leads who have, and I don't know about um, some of the girl leads, but I know for the guy leads. So I know that. So you definitely don't have to sleep with any anybody. I wonder who Michelle slept with. Probably just Nate. Right? That's probably right. I have no idea. Darn. I feel like she slept with Joe. Who wouldn't? Well, I forgot about everything else. <laughs> I just forgot about everything Uh-oh. about Joe. <laughs> Problematic Kyla here I think, on Rose Dive. I know. She definitely slept with Nate, though. She had to. Uh, with Nate, for sure. But he's not amazing. With, not with Brandon. He'd be saying weird stuff. He'd be crying. He'd be, he'd be weeping. You have the love of my life, Michelle. Oh, my God. I mean, that's okay. It's okay to cry. If it is okay to cry, but don't be like Brandon. Unless... Did you see that Brandon got like a massive tattoo? What? Oh, yeah, he did. No, so did Nate. Nate had a cool tattoo. Well, Nate already has a lot of tattoos. Oh, he got a new tattoo. Like a massive saying. one on yeah, his yeah, arm. Yeah, Like a lighthouse. Why? Because he's cliche like that. Oh, man. But That's not my kind of guy. I think Brandon feels cliche, and I think that's what I don't like about him. Yeah. Or basic. Yeah, he's basic. Nice guy. Nice guy, though. Any other thoughts on the episode? Nope. All right. It was one of my least favorite... Well, 
it was a, it, a lot of stuff was jammed in there Three it felt like a on. it felt like almost a filler episode between like the body of the drama with all the girls and then the home hometowns yeah and we're basically done with uh girl versus girl drama so now it's gonna just gonna be Clayton. except for when they all sleep with the same person and well, talk about it i don't it. think you think they're gonna get mad at each other no they're, they're gonna be mad gonna, at him it's a straight up mad at clayton I'd be mad at him. And and his dad. I'd be like, Gabby, let's run away together. His dad looked exactly what I thought Clayton's dad would look like. Go back and look at the preview. That's okay. that is such a Clayton's dad guy. It's crazy. All the all the traits that Clayton has, you look at his dad and you're like, oh okay, right. I'm excited to see more of it. Me too. I am excited to see Clayton unravel, but I'm not excited to see these women be heartbroken. Yeah, it'd be alright. He ends up with Rachel. Eventually. I hope so. Unless he messes it up really bad. You think he could go back to like... <laughs> he just starts messaging everybody through Instagram. He's like, hey, Teddy. I I really messed it up with, with all four of those people. So I'm coming back to you. And then... That's what Pilot Pete did. And then he goes to... She goes to Sarah. She says no. He goes to... Who out Genevieve? She says no, and then he has to go all the way back to Shanae. To her, to his and second person, like Katie and John. <laughs> well, that was, you know, also, I, I give it up to Katie and John. I think they're engaged now. I'm pretty sure. Are they? I think I saw that. That might be a lie. I'm not sure, but also, um, yeah. Oh, Pilot Pete. He got engaged. Two months later, broke it off to be with his second, Claire, his runner-up, right? Pilot Claire? Pete. Is Claire one of those? No. She's in there? Hannah Ann, then Maddie, and then he, in that time, also sleeps with Hannah B, who was his bachelorette that he was on her season, and then goes and spent- He was on her season? Hannah B season, yeah. Oh, man. Good for, I mean, I don't know if it's good for him, but that- It was a, it was an iconic season. That, that's, I, I'm trying to make my words up here. I'm trying to speak my lies real quick. <laughs> speak my lies. Uh, that, so he would have here. to work for that, right? Through Instagram or so. I don't even know how he would get back in contact with her if he didn't win. With Hannah B? Yeah, with Hannah B. Did he win? No. He lost. So he became, So Hannah B was the bachelorette. He became the bachelor. He got engaged as, as a bachelor. They ended their engagement like three months later. Then he tries... Then he sleeps with Hannah B. Mm-hmm. And then he tries to pursue Han- Maddie and they date for like two days. Damn. Then he ends up dating his fifth pick, the girl he said to be home before hometowns, and he ends up dating her for a year. And they're engaged now. No, they broke up. Darn. So he, Pilot Pete's an absolute mess. Yeah. But he gave us a good season, so thank you, Pilot Pete. Thank you, Pilot. <laughs> All right. Well, I got to get some work done, but thank you for joining us. Um, On another episode of... The Rose Dye Podcast. And we will be back next week. We may be releasing on Wednesday nights or Tuesday nights. So just hit the notification bell wherever. Hit that dang like button. (laughs) Wait, wait, we're not even on YouTube. We're not even on YouTube. (laughs) Hit like the notification. There's a way to notify yourself on like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So you could do that or don't do it. It's okay. We don't care. I'm actually kind of ready for the season to be over so I can have an extra night of my week back to do my UX design stuff. Yes. I think I, I think I've been, I'm ready for a break to our podcasting. Okay. So I'm excited for the, and it's been so long since we had a break in bachelor world. 
it's been more than we have just had lead after lead after lead after lead and it's been good content but it's just i burnt down on the bachelor a little bit Mm-hmm. And I think Clayton was just like one season too many. I wasn't burnt out on Michelle, but we started Clayton and I was like, oh, I was procrastinating man. on her work right now. No, I need to go pick up some food too, but I'm scared of the roads. Nah, they're good. Okay. All right. Love you guys. We'll see you next week. All right, bye. Everybody. Bye. bye.